but there's more opportunities to bomb your family with a blast of human processed bean air when you're when you're just nomming on things that are a little higher in in fats and and get more of the tummy juices flowing. Welcome back to Privy. Privy is a podcast about bathrooms recorded from my home bathroom. I'm your host Hunter Hoover. And I love bathrooms. Well, welcome to the show. I'm, I'm glad you're here. Uh, I had a moment this morning, um, actually just minutes before the record, uh, where I had the thought to myself, you know, this is what I get for eating all that corn and the amount of beets that I ate. Glad you're here. This week, we are looking at, we're taking another look at the back door air chute, the rear wind escape, the the thunder from perhaps down under. We're going to be talking about farts. Now, if you hear that and you go, well, that seems a little crass, like you're coming out pretty quick on farts here. I did open with a comment about the amount of corn and beets that I ate. We're just going to let it sit. But yeah, yeah, we're, we're talking about farts this week. If, if this is episode like, I don't know, 75 or something, it, 72, I don't know. It's 70 something. If, if this, if, if talking about farts is this much of a barrier, like, I'm sorry. Also, I want to note and I want to share, um, and, and give some explanation a ways back. Uh, listeners of the show, they, they might notice that uh, Privy switched over to uh, an explicit marking on, on its podcasting platforms. Um, that was done after some consideration. Uh, I'm, I'm still going to try to promote a, 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 as much of a family-friendly show as I can, um, but also noting that Talking about farts and taking a poop and how that one time, you know, people shazzed themselves and actually died on like this stuff is maybe not what everybody wants their kid to listen to. And so I've, I've decided to put the explicit content marker on there, mostly for the amount of bathroom poop and other related content that we discuss. And so... I'll still do my best to keep it as family-friendly as I can, Um, but we are talking about farts today, so here we go. And before we get into specifically what we are going to look at, we need to talk about the history of farts. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Pretty much, if you want the history of farts, dude eats big bear leg in wilderness. Babar eats big bear leg and gets big stinky butt gas. But no... We, we need to look at what makes a fart smell, the chemistry of a fart, if you will. This is one of those classic old kid, toddler, I want to know about everything in this world questions. Dad, what makes a fart smell? I farted and it smells bad. What makes it smell that way? It's an age old question. Someone in the family rips an impressive beefer 
And the room all of a sudden smells like the bathroom. And kids, they just latch onto this. They're like, oh, and they think it's the funniest thing in the world as well somehow. But if you don't know, like, what a fart is, first of all, get out from under your rock. And also, I don't know how, again, I don't know how a person could be listening to this and not know about and be cool with talking about farts from time to time. But if you didn't know, when you eat your food, your tummy, that's where the food goes, um, since we're explaining this, has this habit of releasing little bits of gas and air as it's being digested. As the food is being broken down, bits of air and gas are released as kind of the process of your food breaking down. Now, there's probably like medical, medical people don't listen to this. That's not the target audience here. But there's probably somebody in the sciences who's hearing this and they're going, he does not understand a fart. And that's okay. I'm not a scientist. I'm a youth pastor. I don't believe in science. Uh, but I don't know, like, you're, so your food breaks down and it produces air. Um, think of your large intestine as like a tube where as the food is broken down and moves through it, it becomes like one of those hoses in the cartoons that a character like like clamps the end of and it just keeps building up pressure, more and more pressure in the hose. That's kind of like what the fart does in your large intestine. It continues to build up and work its way towards the end of the tube. And as you like gulp down pizza and chug soda, all the air that enters your system via your mouth also gets involved in this tube of air, if you will. Well, kids, that air inside that tube, when it comes out, it's called a fart. Now, this is, might be a philosophical question here. Is a fart a fart before it is farted? Like, what do you call a fart when it's still in your body? I would argue it's just called air. The fart is the act of the air coming out of your boring holio. But what is a fart made of? Like, what's in it? Like, it stinks, so like, why? Most of the air, like most of the air that comes out of people, there is a good amount of carbon dioxide and hydrogen. But inside that wax-smelling cloud is a, a gas called methane. Methane is stinky, but it gets even more stinky when these gases combine with others like ammonia and hydrogen sulfide inside your tummy. The result, well, when you squelch the barking spider, it smells bad. Admittedly, some smell worse than others. And sometimes you rip a beaver and there is no smell. Now, there is a smell, but as we've talked about on a previous episode, we have smell bias and often don't think our own fart smells as bad as it does. But that's not the point. And just like there are things you can eat and drink to make your pee smell bad or make it kind of red-tinted, I'm looking at you, Beats, there are things that are going to be more, how do we say, efficient at getting the toots flowing. Foods 
like beans, vegetables, meats, and foods high in fats. Fried foods are more likely to produce gas. Beans, beans, the musical fruit. Now, here's what I'm going to say. All these jokers who are throwing shade at me because I call a tomato a vegetable. I don't care about the science of the seed inside the flippin' tomato. Bob, you're a vegetable, not a fruit. Tomato is a vegetable. Just because it has seeds on the inside and it would be classified as a fruit, do you put it in a fruit salad? No? Then guess what? It's a vegetable. Stop it. But these people out here, beans, beans, the musical fruit. First of all, you got two options on a bean. The first, I'm pretty sure, is a vegetable. We're talking to green beans. And second, the one that is being referred to by this short adage is a legume. So you tell me, Bean Bean, the musical fruit people, you want to yell at me about Bob the Tomato being a fruit? Why don't you yell at yourself about beans not being one? You know what I'm saying? But beans, beans, the more you, the musical fruit, the more you eat, the more you scoot. You know what I'm saying? You, you just toot more when you eat these beans. They're not just beans. But there's more opportunities to bomb your family with a blast of human processed bean air when you're, when you're just nomming on things that are a little higher in, in fats and, and get more of the tummy juices flowing. Also, it, it should be said, I'm not a doctor, can't say that enough, but if you find foods that seem to get the gas moving and flowing more so than others, um, it could cause your tummy to hurt. But it could also increase your opportunity to squeak one out. And this could be a sign of an intolerance to some food or an early onset thing. Talk to your doctor. I'm not a doctor. Feel free to send me a message. I'm not going to tell you and give you medical advice. Just go talk to your doctor about it. But note, everybody's different. And some things are going to get the toots flowing and some are going to get them flowing in a different way than others. If I eat beef jerky and I fart, it smells exactly like beef jerky every time. I'm just saying. But... There's increased opportunity to squeak one out. I also want to note, speaking of clinics and doctors, huh, that Mayo Clinic, that's a website, not Mayonnaise Clinic. Um, could you imagine if it was Mayonnaise Clinic? Is that a clinic for mayonnaise or a clinic that uses mayonnaise to help our lives? Mayonnaise ain't helping my life any. I think mayonnaise is absolutely disgusting. It's just default wet white. Like, there's nothing more white on this planet than mayonnaise. But it's also just wet. Like, it only exists to add wet to anything. I, this bloke put mayonnaise on a hot, hot dog. That's just insanity to me. Like, you're just making it wet. I don't know. I can't get over this stuff. I have too many opinions about things. But Mayo Clinic said, quote, farting is probably a sign that everything's working just right and you have a healthy tummy. That's their exact words, by the way. Um, I didn't change them at all. But the smell of a fart is a lot less crass to talk about than what makes a fart make sound. Now, you know the feeling. You're sitting in class or church or in the movie next to that cute person and you feel it. You get the tummy bubbles. 
liquid guts. You hold it and you hold it and the pressure is building up. Remember that Tom and Jerry hose? Well, that's the inside of your tum-tum. And you're getting a big flash of wind that's getting ready to fly right out of you. You finally hit the point of no return and you go, okay, oh my gosh, I have got to squeak this one out. And you kind of lean over and you do the left cheek sneak. But even then, you know that you're still risking it. Or if you're the girl in my third grade class, you can just cannon off a big beefer, loudest fart I've ever heard in my life. Not really. But, and then just instantly blame it on your chair. Like, here's the deal. Chairs make a lot of different sounds. Squeaking, scraping, scuffing, clattering, you know, chair sounds. But they don't sound like a full-grown man ate a pound of beans and cheese. And so, like, we all know that that was not the chair. It was a fart. But what makes a fart make the sound that is a fart? Well, it's really kind of simple. It's the sound of the air passing through the opening at the end, or the butthole, if you will. And the vibrations it makes are sound number one. That's why the left cheek sneak doesn't always do the trick because you're still, you're just trying to like spread the hole open a little bit more to produce less sound. But there, we all know there's still a little bit. However, if you have a lot of real estate on the backside, you got a lot more opportunity for that air to interact with a lot more of that real estate. And as a result, there's a bigger opportunity for a bigger disruption. Farts are inherently funny. Like, I, I believe, and here on Privy, we believe that God made farts funny. Convince me otherwise. God could have caused the air to come out of our bodies in any way possible. Could have, could have had it just like seep through the skin. Could have had it do it any way possible and it comes out and it makes that sound. You tell me. Farts are funny and sometimes they stink. But are farts healthy? I mean, past of course Shrek and his advice, better out than in. Shrek knew what he was talking about, by the way. Farts are always better out than in, both for comedic effect and for the relief that the person feels having ripped the beaver. But it turns out, farting has some benefits other than just the pressure being relieved on your tummy. We here, right now, may live in a world where the actual health benefits of getting a, getting a big whiff of toot are real. Now that might sound crass to you, and it kind of is. And we're not talking about sniffing beef stew getting laid right in your nose. Like, I've told that story here before, but I'm going to tell this again. And I'm going to use his name this time because I just, I don't care. Um, so when, when this is not a Hunter's Anecdotes because we've already done that one here. But like, it, if you want it, just pretend like I played the music. I don't even remember. Um, but we were on this youth trip and I've told this story. I just want to get to the good part. And we had like all decided that, oh, we're not going to fall asleep. Like if anybody falls asleep, we're going to mess with them. And 
like just matters of an hour or so before we had to leave for the conference that day. My friend Luke, who was he was a year younger than us and kind of one of the not the youngest kids in the group, but one of the younger ones. He fell asleep right on the couch in the middle of the common area. And as the girls are getting woken up on their wing, we're like, oh, dude, Luke's asleep. And this other guy, I'm pretty sure his name was Mike, but he gets over there and he just bears his butt and he sticks his cheeks like on either side of Luke's nose and just just farts right in Luke's nose. And the dude gags and like the fart woke him up by gagging him awake right into his nose hole. Luke, if you're listening, you, you might have gotten a gift because that compound air substance that gives the toot some of its stink, hydrogen sulfide, could be good for you. The theory of science on this goes like this. The mitochondria, all my schoolhouse rockheads out there know what the mitochondria is all about. Say it with me. What? This is me trying to do a Dora the Explorer moment where I like let y'all respond. The mitochondria is. That's right, kids. The powerhouse of the cell. That mitochondria. It could really like the stinky part of a fart. This is based off the fact that the mitochondria, again, the powerhouse where all the energy for the cell comes from, um, it uses hydrogen sulfide to repair damaged cells in its own functions. So the theory then goes like this. If a person is exposed to more environments with hydrogen sulfide, the idea is it would be easier for your cells to repair damage. This is important because if the cell undergoes too much stress and spends too much time trying to repair damage, it's going to undergo inflammation and as a result, it could die, like the cell could actually die. In time, again, if the mitochondria can't produce this hydrogen sulfide compound to essentially heal itself quick enough, it, it becomes fatigued and dies. And so the scientists, and again, this is not me. This is science. Quote, science here. Their proposal is that increased exposure to the hydrogen sulfide compound would help the cell along. To test this, and again, these theories have only been tested on animals. Uh, so, yeah. Imagine a box of rats and dudes farting into the box. No, I'm just kidding. That's not what they did. Um, but to test this, they created a fake stinky fart compound called AP39. Now, I don't think it actually stunk. Um, but, yeah. This compound mimics hydrogen sulfide. And they exposed blood vessels to it. And what they found is... It actually worked. Like, it, it showed some added health benefits to these animals. The research then continued, and they suggested the compound could help lower blood pressure, treat heart conditions, improve kidney function, help protect your brain after a heart problem, and could even reduce aging. Sniffing your farts can help you like makeup. It's a good skincare routine. You hear that, beauty queens? 
The next time you do yourself, your little makeup routine, just remember, if you sniff a fart, it's going to help them help them age lines. That's probably why I don't have... No, I'm just kidding. But maybe the next time someone tells you like, hey, you should probably be taking turmeric or whatever the heck you need to take to, quote, reduce inflammation. Hey, did you know you have inflammation? Yeah, of what? For me right now, I have inflammation of my big toe and it sucks. But hey, you better be taking some turmeric or whatever the heck. Just tell them, hey, you know what else? You can sniff a fart to reduce inflammation. It's backed by science. One kid even wanted to smell his own farts while gaming. In this segment of Pooh in the News... This Poo in the Moose segment is brought to us by Tech Gaming Report. And the title of this article is PC in the Bathroom, an Amateur Shows an Unusual Gaming System. This news article was originally published at the beginning of August 2022. And it says, you know, there's plenty of case mods for unusual PC cases. I believe a case mod is gamer speak for the, the shell of the computer, like People make the shell of their computer look like all sorts of things. Um, this one says that there's like a, an aquarium. Um, there's there's one that like they built into it. People, it's like a hobby people have. I don't know. But they this person, and it's from a well-known YouTube channel. We're not, whatever. Um, put a PC gaming computer in a toilet tank. Yeah. They, they've addressed the issue with the past in the fridge, PC in the toaster, among other things. Uh, it, it comes together with, with the wink is, it, yeah, um, it's an implementation we're seeing. So like, I'll, I'll post pictures of this, this toilet, but there's a narrow separation of water inside because do you know what you don't want? You don't want a gaming PC to interact with water that often. And so they have to build like, a separation so that way the toilet still has enough water to function, um, but also like giving it the electronics. They also had to install an electrical outlet near their toilet because like, I don't know if you noticed, but like look around your toilet. There's not usually a conveniently placed electrical outlet for like a PC. They say it's feasible and fun. The stated goal was to accommodate a system that could run Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Now, I think this is a popular video game. Uh, and to be able to play Counter-Strike Global Offensive on the toilet. It has a GeForce RTX 3060 and an Intel Core i7. Nerd! Uh, the video games, uh, it also has a monitor in the toilet seat back. And this is where, hey, people building this toilet, I'm going to let you know something here. That... That's not how you sit on a toilet. And you would have to like sit on the floor with your legs around the post of the toilet, hugging the bowl for this to even be a feasible way to play video games while sitting on the toilet. They, they had an unexpected leak, which needed fix. Sealant of a new design. Uh, the hobbyist sums up his project as follows. I know now more about plumbing than I ever thought I could. And I've never stopped playing. I can just sit and do the bathroom while I play. Except, based on where you put your screen, my friend. Oh, wait. No, I see it now. He put the screen 
like on the part on the part of your toilet that actually like lifts off to get into the toilet tank to do work. So you could sit on it. You would have to do like a reverse sit with your legs facing the wall, which is a viable way to sit on the toilet to go poop. One we'll talk about that one day. You'd have to perform a toilet hug to play on it, but yeah, this kid put a PC in a toilet, so good on him. Um, and and I'm gonna check out this YouTube video for more. Uh, but this, yeah, like I said, this was written by Ebenezer Robbins. Thank you, Ebenezer, for uh, yeah, sharing this with us on on Tech Gaming Report. And that has been another segment of Poo in the News. Well, hopefully you finished squeaking your sneaker. Oh, wait a minute, no. Sneaking your squeaker. Wait, no. That also sounds wild. Finish your toot. And remember, there could be some added health benefits of taking a good whiff. Thank you, hydrogen sulfide. See? Farts ain't so bad. This also brings us to the end of another episode of Privy. Thank you so much for being here and listening. We love that you're here. Um, it's National Podcasting Month. Feel free to uh, show some love to the podcast in your life, leave them a rating and review. Uh, it helps people find those. Five-star options are preferred. Spotify takes three seconds. Apple can take three seconds to 30 seconds, depending on if you write a review. If you write us a review, we'll read it here on the show. We would love to uh, start reading some more of those reviews. And uh, if you've written a review and you're like, well, I haven't seen it, I am recording this ahead of time because I'm fixing to go back to teaching school again for the year and so i'm trying to get a few of these built up ahead of time but leave us a rating review and we promise we will get to them follow us on social media the show is at privycast you can follow me i'm at owl at seven weird stuff going on on both of those pages tread lightly on the tiktoks we would like to thank kevin mcleod for the use of barroom ballet as our intro and outro music you can find Kevin's music at incompetech.com. And his music is licensed under Creative Commons License Attribution 4.0. Thanks, Kevin. We would also like to thank Poddington Bear for the use of Camp as the Poo in the News intro and outro music. You can find Poddington's music at poddingtonbear.com. Thanks, Poddington. We would also like to thank Luke for having Mike fart in his nose. This has been another episode of Privy. Thank you so much for joining us. And now, as always, don't forget to flush. <laughs>